Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, November 6th. It is Kentucky week. We're going to Kentucky. It's going to be, we're going to have a great time. If you're coming, taking over Kentucky Sports, Kentucky Sports Bar, right? Yep. the name of it. <clears throat> Kentucky Sports Bar. If you're going, Caleb, that's where Matt Jones holds his um, live pregame. I guess it's live pregame yeah. show. You're absolutely right. That's You're damn exactly, right. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. where he does that at. And we'll be there. Um, we would love for you all to be there. I would love for that place to be covered in orange. Yeah, that'd be nice. I would love. Matt Jones would not know what to do with himself. We need to get there early enough to like Kentucky fans are like, I don't even want to stay here because like I can't order a drink, order food. Like I don't want to be here. Yeah, there's too much. So they turn orange. Yeah, so they turn and leave. It's like hurting their eyes. Yeah, that's what we need to do. That's what we'll be doing. Um, us and our group. We've got what six of us uh, yep. plus. Another group of what six, seven, seven. So there's That's thirteen. We're, we're already... Plus two more. That's fifteen. Oh. Fifteen has said they're going. <laughs> well, we got fifteen people right now, guys. Come join the train. Yeah, come join it. It's gonna be gonna be a lot of fun. Um, may have just lost my online friends. Oh, are we back up? We're back up. We're good. Okay. Uh, I believe the broadcast is still going. Um, but yeah, come join us at Kentucky Sports Bar. It, I mean, you have Google on your phone, but I guess I can. Landon, I might be able to talk Landon into sending out a location too. We'll see. You know the Khalid song? The what song? Khalid. No, I don't. Send me your location. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know that song? <laughs> no. What's the matter with you? Do you even listen to the radio? Nope, I don't. Not ever. a big radio guy? I never listen to radio. Oh, you'd rather listen to Jimmy Himes, right? That That's radio. I don't listen to radio. Yeah, but you thats you don't turn on like music. You turn on Jimmy Himes. No, I don't turn on the radio. Yeah, you do. I listen to podcasts or music on my phone because I'm not a poor. That's messed up, man. What if you have satellite? I do have satellite. Oh, okay. I don't a lot. <laughs> I used to in my car. But oh. I, did, I never paid for it, but I always had it. It was super weird. Somebody was getting charged. Yeah, some, I, mean, <laughs> I, I should clarify that someone was paying for it. I, was, I wasn't paying for it. Before we start this show, I'm going to tell you guys about my friends at My Bookie. As a true football fan, you already know, just as sure as the seasons change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their, put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season. Now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with MyBookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and most prop bets of any sportsbook on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything and and uh, everything and back on the game. Best part is if you join, if, uh, I'm doing terrible at this. Why can I read today? It's not, it's Oz. Whew. I'm going to start over from this line. Best part is, if you join yeah. right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put 1000 they'll give you 1000 That's double your uh, initial deposit you can you can use on all your favorite picks. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code C-H-A-I-R. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Go check them out, guys. Let's get into Kentucky. It's Kentucky week. I'm... Not feeling great about it. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be maybe rainy potentially. Like, I mean, not like have not like they experienced against Missouri and Georgia, and they will get a break from that this week. Pretty much every time we play Kentucky, that kind of it, it, yeah, it is always cold. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but I'm excited for this week. 
Um, it's not the same kind of Kentucky team we saw last year. Last year we got to really just kind of ruin their best season hopes. Not so much this year. Uh, don't know if you saw the injury report. Lynn Bowden Jr., who is their third-string quarterback, but not a quarterback, is also listed as questionable. I imagine he'll play. Yeah, but he is listed as questionable as well as Sawyer Smith, who they're starting. So is Cash Daniels. Cash Daniels <clears throat> is listed as questionable. Um, so it, they could be missing a lot of key pieces. Pretty much everything I have about Kentucky is stop Lynn Bowden Jr. <laughs> that's about it. That's, that's it. That's yeah. their whole team. Yeah. It, so if he doesn't play, guys, we may roll into Lexington and roll out. No problem. I mean, that, I'm serious. Yeah. They're not good. No. Outside of Lynn Bowden, Lynn Bowden Jr. is a phenomenal football player. Phenomenal athlete. Yeah, phenomenal athlete. Yeah. and He can play like anything. Yes. And, and a lot of people say he can't throw the ball. Yes, he's not going to, like, step back mm-hmm. as a quarterback and make these, you know, great throws over the middle. But he can throw the football. Like, yeah. Don't – if you bite on play action, if you're not, you know, um, playing He's going to hit a wide open receiver if you yeah. leave him open. And yeah. he'll do it 50 yards down the field, too. Mm-hmm. But, he, yeah, he's a phenomenal athlete, phenomenal football player. Um it's kind of a few things. This team scares me a little bit if Bowden Jr.'s there. Sorry, not Bowden. Bowden. His name's spelled Bowden. Bowden. Yeah. It's Bowden. Bowden Jr. Apologies. Um, but, you know, he. it's – I'm watching that and I'm like, man, this is looks similar to Georgia State and how they just tore us apart. Now we're lining up better than when we played Georgia State. Yeah. But – We can actually line up. Yes. <laughs> correct. And it's also we've got to get to the football. And you kind of pressed that. I remember you specifically pressing that the first couple of weeks, how we've got to get to the football and rally to the football. If you watch the Missouri game, Bowden is able to move throughout their defense because they do not rally the football. He mm-hmm. can make plays if given space. Yeah. You've got to limit the space he can take. He's going to – first off, if he plays, he's going to make plays. You've got to limit the plays he's able to make, get to the football, and bring him down quickly. Yeah, and I, I think he's going to get some yards. I think that's obvious – but I, I like the way our defensive line's playing. I like the way our linebackers are playing. And I, I, I like the way our DBs are playing. Now, our DBs yeah. are going to have to come up and make tackles in space. and That's key. And at the same time, don't bite on play actions or bite on Exactly. Yeah, you can't get beat. Because most of their passing yards, you know, what little they do have, comes off big chunk plays. Yeah. Because they catch the defense sleeping. So, yeah, you got you got to stay awake, got to know your keys, and then come up and make a tackle in space. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think this is huge for the DBs this week. Because I I think they're so one-dimensional that we stop them. I don't think we let just one person beat us. Now, Lynn Bowden is a great athlete. One of the best athletes probably in the country. Oh, no. I was so – like, I mean, I've seen his stats. But to really – I've probably watched three Kentucky games close to their entirety this week. And the dude's a freak at every position, too. Mm -hmm. So, he's a wide receiver. He was playing wide receiver before Sawyer Smith went down. And then eventually um, Terry Wilson – he got injured earlier than Sawyer Smith. Sawyer Smith battled injuries all year. Um, but Bowden was making plays at wide receiver, too. Yeah. And and he was making plays running the ball as a wide receiver. And they use him in every facet of the game. He's their leading rusher and receiver, right? Their leading rusher and receiver, yes. Yep. yep. And if they hadn't played in all these freaking rainy games, he may be their leading passer. Because, I mean, the dude That's can true. throw the ball. Yeah. He can throw it. Yeah, if you look at, if you look at some of their games, they have – they have played in some of the nastiest weather this year. And Eddie Grant has done a good job as OC. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, to, to do what they've been able to do with essentially without a quarterback is, is pretty great. And even Sawyer Smith isn't a great quarterback. I mean, no. What the announcers of the Florida game raved about him. I mean, I'm just not that impressed. No. He's from he's a transfer from Troy. Like, 
Wasn't that great. No, I mean, if he played this week, I would feel. I I told you this. I might have mentioned it on. I probably didn't mention it on Sunday because I haven't watched any yet. I feel a lot better if Sawyer Smith lines up at quarterback on Saturday. Yeah, it's gonna be weird for us because we're kind of like preparing for Lynn Bowden. But if Sawyer Smith comes out there, they're gonna, feel, they they want to throw it first. Yeah, and you just you play your your the defense you played the last three yeah. four weeks, <clears throat> right? So I I feel a lot better if Sawyer Smith. Um, even if Sawyer Smith does play, I still expect to see a lot of Bowden Jr. Uh, lined up at quarterback. They're going to get the ball. It, I mean, the game they they beat Arkansas or sorry they did beat they play, yeah they beat Arkansas, but I meant Missouri. They beat Missouri, and Bowden pretty much did it single handedly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, put the team on his back. Now, I do want to comment on their defense real quick, and I know we'll get more into it. Their defense, when you look on the stat sheet, isn't standout at all. No. But you look at their scores. Uh, in SEC play, they have not had more than 30 scored on them. And, and then you watch them play, and they they create chaos. They're not – it doesn't necessarily re- relate to – turn or yeah, relate to turnovers, but they create chaos. You watch what they, they do to the quarterback, um, and, and it's not – it's not easy for them to do or for, for the offense to move the ball. And and you want to watch for piles as well. Cause yes. they'll create chaos doing that. Yes. <laughs> Cash Daniel will try to break your leg, yeah. your ankle. Um, but where did I, I left somewhere with that before I got into the defense. I, I'm sure we're not talking done talking about offense. Cause that's an offense that I think has the ability to be pretty solid. They've got two running backs that, that are, that are decent. Now they haven't had much of a chance to go this year. Cause not only is Bowden lining up at quarterback, he's keeping the ball a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Even you watch some plays that you probably shouldn't keep it, he keeps it. Yep. Um, but I think, yeah, I think they've got the ability. It's very clear their offense is, isn't terrible, um, especially when you consider that they're not playing a real quarterback, which but might yeah, work in their favor a little and bit. And <laughs> I think if you stop Bowden like that, that puts a damper on everything. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, th- I think some guys have gotten an opportunity because so many guys have been keyed on Bowden or Bowden, sorry. Um, so they're able to get open downfield, you know, they're catching the defense slipping, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think if you stop him, that's, that's it. I, I don't, you mentioned that they haven't gave up 30 points in, um, this whole year. They haven't scored 30 points since week two and that yeah. was against Eastern Michigan. Yeah. No, I mean, they definitely, they aren't a high scoring team. Um, I mean, when you, even if you look at their better games in Arkansas, uh, and Missouri, Still, is it? I wrote twenty four, and I can't read my own handwriting. Is it twenty seven or twenty nine against Missouri? Twenty nine to seven. <laughs> um, but yeah, they you know not a hop. It's not a high powered offense. You you mentioned how their their throws are chunk plays. They are, but they're not getting many of those chunk plays. It's mm-hmm. uh, in the Missouri game like fifty six yards uh, throwing Bowden had, and forty three of those came on the same play. Fifty four, fifty four, yep. forty three of them came on the same play. So or on one play. Yeah, 44 came on one play. It was one receiving touchdown. Yeah, so – but, yeah, they're, they're, they're not getting a ton of chunk plays from those those passes. Um, he was able to get a ton of chunk plays on the ground against Missouri. That wasn't necessarily the case in the other games he's played in uh, at quarterback. But, yeah, Missouri, he was able – which, that you know, correlates to a win. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's, able, he's able to make a lot of big plays. And I think the rain hurt the defense a little bit, too. Um, you're trying to bring a guy down that cuts real hard, that um, is changing direction. That's not easy in the rain. No. It, it's not. And um, so I think if the weather's good, that you know gives us a little bit, little little bit more too. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at their defense, 
I didn't really look at the Missouri-Georgia game too much because it was pouring down the rain, and I don't expect it to be a, a torrential downpour Saturday. Mm-mm. But, um, so I looked at the Mississippi State game, the South Carolina game. They had guys run all over them. Yeah, I mean, they, they haven't – like I said, this is a defense – I mean, I don't think they're standout, but it's, it's more in the passing game. That mm. front seven's not bad. No. I, I agree, but now, South Carolina had Feaster, Dowdle run for over 100 yards. Um, Schrader, the quarterback from Mississippi State, run over 100 yards. So I, I like I like what we have at running back um, to kind of match that. Um, I like how our offensive line's playing. And I think with Brian Maurer taking all the first-team reps this week, it looks like he's going to start. And I like that he can make plays with his legs. Yeah, you're definitely – if he can extend plays and move around in the pocket, that's what you look at Georgia – like just said, please piss get down. Yeah. Please get down. Like you said, it was piss pouring rain at Georgia, but Jake Fromm wasn't able to move around real well because his wide receivers – your wide receivers this week are probably going to get open. Um, can you stay in the pocket long <clears> enough to get them open? That that secondary is not great. I think they have two, three interceptions on the year. Mm. and um, Couldn't be us. We got 13. No. And that that is more so due to their front seven being able to create chaos, not so much what the secondary is able to do. So, which I mean, that you need that at the same time. To, to get interceptions, you need your front seven to be good. But it's almost been all front seven that, that yeah. does that for Kentucky. Um, I just like how this game, or I don't like how this game lines up kind of perfectly to fit our strengths. <laughs> like, like you said, their DBs are terrible. Our wide receivers are great. Right. Um, they're one-dimensional. Uh, our defense is playing well. That's why that's why it worries me because it if it feels like it makes sense that we come out of here almost, with an easy victory. It's almost too perfect. Yeah, so sums off. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I don't know how to feel about it. The more I talk about it, maybe I feel a little bit better. But I told you at the beginning of the week, I, I, I don't feel great now that I've watched. Actually, I, I watched some of the Missouri game. I watched a little bit of the Georgia game, but I wasn't sitting down watching, thinking how will we match up against Kentucky. I watched. I think the entire Florida second half against Kentucky. And uh, I wasn't sitting here thinking, how do we match up? How do we match up? Now that I watch it, which, you know, a couple of those games, Bowden wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, crap. I mean, I don't know if I like us playing, um, you know, playing against him. But, you know, I look at how we played. I, I trust guys like Nigel Warrior, um, like Bryce Thompson, like Kenneth George Jr. to, like you said, come up and make plays in the run game. Yep. I, I like our chances now to do that, whereas a couple weeks ago, I, I don't know if I do. Uh, a month ago, I probably don't like them, but now I do. I feel feel better about it. So, yeah. I don't know where I stand as far as I feel. Um, I, I think we win this game. I think we've shifted to two-point favorites. Um, that's more due to people betting on us, not so much what Vegas thinks we'll do. Um, but I think I, I have us right around in that like seven, eight-point favorite range, personally. I think we win this game about close to a 10-point margin. Yeah. Uh, I want to get to, like, just being the standard of when you play at Tennessee, you beat Kentucky and Vanderbilt. That's what you do. Yeah. So, I, I I hope we're able to come in this game and just beat Kentucky just because we're Tennessee. That, I mean, that would be – I would like for us to come out. And I think if you – the good thing about what you could do in this game is if you come out and start strong and really take control of the game early – um, you you take control of this game early and you make Kentucky almost freak out. You you look at 
the Florida game, first off, was an eight-point win for Florida, but it shouldn't have been that much. Um, they had that last minute, mm-hmm. last second, literally, touchdown that, that went away. UGA was 0-0 at half. Yeah. Um, and then Missouri, obviously, Missouri never took control. But if I think if you take control of this team early, especially without Sawyer Smith, and you make them kind of you know, freak out and need points quickly, you may be able to take even more advantage of, of the lack of quarterback they have right now. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think you take you make him play with his arm and not so much his feet. Yeah, and then that leads to mistakes. Yeah, exactly. So I think take I think the what you're trying to do here is, is go score and score quickly, put them in a hole, make them try to dig out of the hole, mm-hmm. and I think that gives you a, a better advantage. So I, I think that's a big key this week. You saw UAB, your defense did a phenomenal job, put you in great territory. Can't get you got to get more than three out of it this week. You can't start on the thirty and get just three out of it this week. Got to get seven. Um, you know, yeah, we just got to score. Score quicker this week, I think, will help you a lot. I'm not saying you got to score 21 points, but even even if you score seven on this on the first drive, whether you you kick off or receive your first drive, you score seven. That does a ton to their mentality of the game. If if your defense can be a you know stingy defense, yeah, got to score in the red area. I gotta love score in the red area. <clears throat> I love that he says red area, not right. red zone, like so, everybody else. Right. Someone said, "Is Kentucky's QB good? QB any good?" I um, I guess she joined the show late, so we're we're talking about. I kind of talked about both of them just then. Um, they've got Lynn B- Bowden Jr., who's their wide receiver quarterback. He, uh, I mean, he's great with his feet. Uh, he's got a great arm, not so much of a quarterback though. Um, but if we can, if we can really, you know, keep them out of their one-dimensional game, I like our chances against Bowden. Now, yeah. containing him is not an easy task. Much easier said than done. Um, but that, I mean, that's going to be a big key is controlling him. Sawyer Smith, I mean, I said he's not great, but he's not terrible either. Mm-hmm. He can make some of the throws. Um, you saw it in the Florida game. Uh, now he is coming. He's had shoulder and wrist injuries. You know, what does that mean if he does play for him? I, I don't know. You know, that may hinder him a little bit. I, I'll be surprised if he plays, to be honest. Um, I'll be pretty surprised, but we'll see. Yeah. I think they've, they've, they've been better with Bowden back there, in my opinion. So, I'll be surprised. Um, I like our chances. I like our chances a lot, too. It's just... The only thing I'm nervous about is the the Bowden Jr. situation. Um, can we contain him? And then secondly, looking at their defensive line makes me nervous just on the fact that, you know, when you get just defensive line that, that are going to run at you the whole game, it makes it difficult for an offensive line, especially when you have a bunch of young guys. Offensive line didn't play great against UAB. To kind of took, I'm not going to say take, took a step back, but you definitely didn't take a step forward either. Um, yeah, we, we had some guys hurt, so hopefully – I don't I don't know if Darnell Wright plays. That would be big if he got to play. But if not, then you run to that right side. You run to um, Trey Smith. You run to Wanya Morris, who didn't have a great game against UAB. Kind of got whooped. But I think UAB's front seven is better than Kentucky's front seven. I, would, I would probably say so. I mean, I, and South Carolina's definitely is. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, that's that's why I say I don't – I trust our offensive line to an extent. It's just it, it's not great to see – Fall back a game essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the way our offensive line played against Kentucky last year. That front seven, that was a mean front seven. Yeah. And you look at the way they played against them. I, I'm pretty confident we'll be we'll be okay up on the off, up on the offensive front. You want to do a, a score prediction? I don't. I'll say we're. I'll say we're. I'll put us at a ten point victory. I won't give us any points. Okay. Because right, right now it's even. It is even. So, and I feel like we're on offense. You know, we're going going there. We're on offense. So, if you're even. As a you're wide leaving. receiver, you're leaving. Yep, I've got I've, I've got us at ten points. If if I was matching, if 
I take that three and a half point. Take Tennessee to cover that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm taking Tennessee the whole way, and I'm I'm going. I I'll give us ten points too. So I'm gonna go thirty four twenty one. Um, I, I think if we get in the thirties, I think you can pretty much count this as a W. Yeah, uh, there. I'd be very surprised to see him score more than. Yeah. yeah, got got to get better quarterback play. Um, like we said earlier, got to get better in the red area. I get better in the red area. Yep, yep. Score when you're down there. Take advantage of those opportunities. I like it. I'm excited. I'm excited to go to Lexington. I've never been there before. No, I don't get too excited about going to Lexington now. I mean, it's not that cool. I was excited about to go to Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, that's. Uh, so. Landon's apparently never left town. <laughs> Can't find out. Landon's going. Landon's going to the city this weekend. He's going to yeah. have him a grand old time. I plan on it. <laughs> plan on getting ignorant. Oh man. We're about to talk about our Lexington plans. We'll tell you guys all about those. Before we do that, though, Landon's going to tell us about our friends at Commercial Bank. Friends at Commercial Bank. Guys, if you haven't already, go ahead and check them out. They're your neighborhood bank, and they are a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of uh, every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Member of FDIC. Guys, go check out Commercial Bank. Visit cbtn.com to learn more. Find a branch near you. Great people. It can help you in any way possible. Even with life. 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 It'll help you with life. Meaning of life. Go check out Commercial Bank. Appreciate them. Love partnering with them. Very excited to do so. Lexington plans. Like Landon said, I am excited to go to Lexington, but not necessarily to go to Lexington just to... Yeah, it's game, it's game day. I'm going somewhere. Um, going to have a good group with us. Yeah, we're going to... So, we're leaving Knoxville about 8, 9 a.m. Sometime in there. 8. 8. You're not leaving at 8. You're not leaving. You know you're not. Am I Am I ever late? I didn't say you're late. You're just. I just know you're not leaving that early. It doesn't have to do with like you being late for a specific I will pandemic. be ready to go at 8 o'clock. We'll see about that. Promise. <laughs> Bet. Bet. We'll get there, obviously, apparently at 11. Um, they probably won't even be open. Yeah, I'm just kidding. They probably will. It's game day. Um, but, yeah, we're going to head over to Kentucky Sports Bar. Um, by the map land and showed me, it looked like it was just south uh, east of the stadium. I don't know how his map was oriented, though. Um, it was a screenshot he sent me. But it looked like it was just southeast of the stadium. And we're going to hang out there probably most of the day. I don't really know. Yeah, we might find her. We might mingle around see what else is going on I, i've never i've never I've i definitely been, want to eat lunch there i heard the food's really good i have someone said their wings were good yeah so we'll, we'll try we'll at least eat there maybe they didn't say wings <laughs> i might have made that up <laughs> i just realized i might have made that up um so maybe yeah don't get the wings unless you hear that you should because i'm not a lot um yeah i've only been to lexington one time for a game and we didn't really we went to some mexican restaurant which is you know they don't have those anywhere else in the world. So that was yeah, cool. Good for you, man. <laughs> really right. branched out there, didn't I you? <laughs> I didn't I didn't have the choice, unfortunately. Um we were with people from Lexington, but they I guess they were like, Let's go to a Mexican restaurant. Have you ever been to one of those? 
Si, senor. <laughs> Never in Lexington. <laughs> so was it was it any better? I don't even remember. Like it was, so it was a while not. ago. Yeah, probably <laughs> not. Like I wasn't. It's funny though when I take people from like I'm not. I'm. It's not like they come to Knoxville. I'm like, hey, let's go to Ponchos. Not that way. Like they're here for a while. I'm like, hey, let's go to Ponchos at some point. Like Chad. People like Chad. They yes. love Ponchos. Lo- is I'm, it that good? Is it that good? It's pretty freaking good. But like comparatively speaking to other Mexican restaurants, I don't know. I mean, I'd rather go there than any other Mexican restaurant around here. I'm pretty sure. They're a soccer taco, one or the other. Yeah. <coughs> it's just, I, Poncho's just closer to us, so that probably makes it a little bit better. I I don't know. I just don't understand. Mexican restaurant is a Mexican restaurant to me. I don't. I haven't had many bad. Actually, one of the best ones I've had, but it was super cheap, was they had like a happy hour for food and drinks. was in Houston, right across from our hotel. Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had... We had uh, like, a, like $1 tacos. Margaritas? Where? It's in Maryville. It's right next to the Food City in Maryville. No, I haven't. Mexican Buffet. Oh, you've talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> Whoever thought of that, props to you. Change the game. I mean, yeah, I would love a Mexican. Now, now you gotta, you got to make it back on... You got to make it back to work and clock in before you have to use the bathroom. <laughs> but So you're pooping on company time. Yeah, absolutely. That's called stealing, Landon. That's not stealing. <laughs> so, um, it hit me right as soon as I clocked in. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, we did go to the basketball game last night too. We did. We did. How do you feel about this? I'm. I'm it's gonna be a long season. Ha, let me. Let, let's do this. I haven't seen any other SEC teams play. Obviously, you've seen some. Scores. We jumping into this already? Yeah, yeah. We're okay. Oh, we have recruiting. I'm sorry, I skipped recruiting. You want to do what? You, Let's talk about recruiting. Me. Okay. Let's, I mean, because today kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, kind of sucked. Um, but yesterday we got some good news. Yeah. Um, three-star some offensive big guard. news. Kyrie Miller listed at 6'4", 370 pounds from Mesquite, Texas. He's big. A big boy. I mean, I, I tweeted his comparison to Elijah Simmons, who we thought is a monster and is a monster. Um, hopefully we get to see him more on the field. But – He's six two three forty. This guy's six four three seventy. And I'm impressed how much a three hundred and seventy pound man can move. Yeah, can I mean, move. not like he's like super fast, but like you think about a normal three hundred seventy pound human, and like they are not leaving the couch. Mm-hmm. And then this dude is like running past and over like two hundred thirty pound dudes. Yeah, he's slinging them to the ground and moving better than them. Yeah, his feet are impressive. That man was good. a dan- that man was a dancer back in his he day. He looks good. It, his offer list is not great. No, it looks like not. SMU is like his next like big. Which offer. I'm with you. SMU is not a great school, but they're ranked above us. <laughs> it's true. They are. <laughs> they did get beat on game day. So mm-hmm. they're still in the top 25 though. But yeah, it was fresh off his um, official visit. So you know, another guy added to the class. I think that puts us at 17 right now. Um, then today it got some bad news. Um, it came to a shock to pretty much everybody that Jay Hardy uh, made his decision to commit to Auburn. Um, he is a four-star strong side defensive end from Chattanooga uh, at Macaulay School. I don't know. It's weird. Very strange. You've heard a lot of people say this is not what he's been telling other UT commits. This is not what he's been telling the coaching staff. It's weird for sure. And, it, you know, I, I don't feel like the same as BJ Oladolari because he's not going to go on an official visit with us now. But 
let's think about it. He's, you know, still, is he an early enrollee? Do we know? Uh, I'm not sure. If he is an early enrollee, we're a month and a half away from, from that still, that signing day. Um, a little bit less than a month and a half away. Uh, so there's still Tom. Tennessee, I don't think, is going to let up on this guy. No, I don't um, either. It's an in-state guy who you thought you had committed. Did we slack off in it? I hope not, but I mean, it's, it's possible from what we've been hearing. What Austin Price said is he was committed quietly three months ago. Yeah. And then the official visit, what would be two weeks ago now, just confirmed the commitment, and that was it. Yep, and then took an official visit to Auburn and then picks Auburn a couple days later. I mean, that, that goes to show you a lot can change in one visit. If you get that last visit, you give yourself a chance. Yeah. Um, so, if Tennessee fans want some good news, we get Darnell Washington, the five-star tied in. We get his last visit. So, maybe that's <laughs> – We'll see. There's a chance. Yeah. Um, so, you're saying there's a chance. But I think we have some questions about this. So I'll go ahead and pull them up because um, I feel like I'm going to answer them anyway. Um. So Mark Maxwell, Mark Maxwell asked, "What happened with Hardy? Why are we losing out on defensive linemen?" Um. I I can't tell you why we missed out on Hardy. He just picked Auburn. Um. <laughs> you know, I, I think winning trumps everything. We've talked about this. Auburn has won more games in Tennessee. If Tennessee is sitting at six and three instead of or yeah, six and three instead of four or five, then maybe he stays with Tennessee. Auburn's winning. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely going to play a part in it. Auburn's yeah. winning. You look at the Tennessee season; we're in the middle of a rebuilding phase. Yeah, you lose those. You you win those first two games. You probably put yourself in a better position. Now, you know, maybe he goes public with his silent commit. I don't understand silent commitments anyway. Oh uh, yeah, I don't like that. I guess that means you're going to lie and say, now it means you're going to lie and say you're committed, but you don't believe you're committed, so you're not going to say it aloud. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. I don't really understand commitments in general, especially, I mean, I, I understand commitments, but like guys who are unsure, like just wait till signing day. Yeah, if you're done, you're done. Yep. Um, I thought we had some more. So it's not about this, but... um. <laughs> Yeah, Jay Hardy, I, I think a lot of people were like, oh, we can't close. Well, we closed on three guys in in Memphis a couple weeks ago. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's not about closing. It, it's about, you know, just recruiting is, is nuts. It, it's complete chaos. Yeah, I mean, they're, you definitely – you may wonder about some coaches being able to, to close. I mean, but the, the fact of the matter is you thought you'd close too. Yeah, you thought he was committed, and it's definitely it's definitely difficult. I'm sure Coach Pruitt and um, Rocker and um, is it Share that yeah. was responsible for his recruitment? So Share was the his the, primary recruiter, right? So I'm sure they're going to sit down and they're going to look at it and figure it out. If there is something wrong. I'm confident Jeremy Pruitt will address it. If there Absolutely. is something, wrong. yeah. I mean, now, he, he's made it known if if you can't get it done recruiting, you're not going to be on the yeah. staff. Now, if there is something wrong that's not being addressed we'll find out in a year or two and it'll be the downfall of Jerry Pruitt and I'm not rooting for that to happen uh, at all I hope that's not the case but you know if you look at guys like Butch Jones you, you see where they were uh, unwilling to adapt um, or Derek Dooley unwilling to recruit you see these <laughs> things and you see where their downfalls were 
Yep. So we'll find out if that's the case. Either one, those guys won't be on staff at the end of the year, or two, we'll know in a year or two. Yep. So I mean, I I don't really think there is anything more Tennessee could have done. He's been on campus a ton. I think this was his only visit to Auburn. Um, his brother went to Tennessee. He was a fullback. Um, so I think all signs pointed to Tennessee, and that might have led him to go somewhere else. Yeah. Because it was too easy of a decision. We'll see. I still don't think it's over. No, I, I definitely don't either. But, you know, we have tons of in-state guys committed, so I don't think it's the lack of recruiting in-state because that's mm-hmm. not true at all. Um, right. And we still have guys. Tyler Barron plays the same position he does. So, you know, he, he's high on Tennessee's list. And, you know, Octavius Oxendine's another guy. Um, Amari Thomas is on that defensive line. So, I think there's defensive linemen that we are definitely going after. It's not just Jay Hardy. Right. Um, but yeah, like, he, like you said, I, I don't think it's over. And I'm not going to worry about it until after the early signing period. We still have Brian Niedermeyer. We still have David Johnson. We still have guys on this staff that can recruit. Right. And – if you remember last year, everybody was kind of worried about where this recruiting class was going to finish, and we get Henry Tuotuo, Darnell Wright, and Kavaris Crouch within a couple weeks of each other. Yeah. So let, let's let's relax and let it play out a little bit. Yeah, we'll we'll give it some time, I, and then you have another month to 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 get this to to finish it up. Commitment till that name's on paper, or nowadays till guys are on campus. Yeah, don't believe it. I mean, so. and all you can control is is what you do on the field. If you win, if Tennessee wins out and wins eight games, I don't think they'll have an issue of recruiting. Yeah, if you if you win out, you put yourself in a really good spot to finish top fifteen. Maybe something changes drastically. You know, if you win out though, and you got places like Florida State without a coach right now, um, and then you're going to see some more coaching carousels happen. I mean, you might have a chance to finish up in the top ten. Yeah, and there's already a Florida State commit that said he's going to take a, a an official mm-hmm. visit to Tennessee um, for four, the Vandy game. Four star, right? A three star. Four star. Um, I think he's more of an edge rusher, and that's more of an Joseph um, out of Lakeland, Florida. So, you know, we're, we're already digging into those FSU yep. commits already. Right. Basketball season now. Let me talk about it. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Um, you're good. You're good. I'm about to pull up the box score, too. Um Somebody just commented it's not over until they put pen to paper. Uh, again, nowadays, can't even say that until they show up on campus. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, basketball season, I mean, obviously I'm excited about it because it's Tennessee basketball. But, I mean, first off, we've got we to start gelling a little bit more. Um, I think those a lot of the turnovers last night were just not knowing where guys were, were going to be or wanted to be and not knowing where guys wanted to put it. It's and it, you know you got to be smarter than that, especially when you're you got two seniors doing it. That's not good. They yep. should know it's, it's going to take more time. Um, but I mean, what do I mean by big? It's it's the season's going to be what it is, and I don't even know if you know how much I'd feel better about the season if we had Uros, but I still don't feel great about it. And this is without seeing any SEC teams. But if we finish in the top half, I'll be okay. Like I'll be happy. Yeah, I mean. You give yourself to make a, a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to be that, in the That's kind of where I feel like there's – everybody kind of realized that. I mean, last night we looked like a team who lost four starters. Yes. We looked like a team who was basically relying on a true freshman to do a lot of the work. Relying on guys like Jordan Bowden, Lamonte Turner, who haven't really been the guy since they've been here. Right. 
And, you know, I, I feel like Lamonte has taken kind of on that role of, of being the scorer, but we just – we need some sort of identity. We just don't know what really to do when we get late in the shot clock. Like, last year we could just throw it to Grant, throw it to Admiral. You know, somebody get a shot. Well, this – you know, last night we got even the shot clock, and it was kind of Turner dribbling around, and no one was really moving, and yeah, I don't we like turned that. the ball over. I, I feel like if you're going to have five guards on the court, you you need to be you need to have a better offensive set and mm-hmm. better movements, and you don't have that. And we didn't necessarily have five guards. We may have at one point, but we didn't necessarily run. You know, Rick Barnes made that joke about if we have to run five guards, we will. That's why I say that. Um, but if you're going to have guy, I mean, when you consider you know Pons is pretty much a guard. You essentially always have four guards out there all the time. Yeah. So and there there was no flow to the offense whatsoever. Right. No. Um, especially in the first half. Now the second half, you you kind of played a little bit better. You cleaned up the turnovers a little bit. I mean, we had seventeen turnovers as a team, and Jordan and Bowden, which were second team uh, preseason SEC players, had ten turnovers combined. Right. That can't not happen. Good. No, it's not. You're good. not going to win any games in the SEC with 17 turnovers and your two best players are turning the ball over 10 times combined. Right. Yeah, we, we're going to have to get better at that. And I, I told you, I think, after the – maybe before the season started, before even the exhibition game, I mean, you're going to need to win get big games. You're going to need Turner and Bowden probably both to have 20 points a game. It's going to be necessary. Yeah. Uh, Turner with just 17, Bowden with just 10 last night. I mean, we won, but it wasn't necessarily pretty either. And and a lot of that came in garbage time um, where we just did not look good with, with some, you know, with certain guys on the court. Um, but still, 15-point mm-hmm. victory over a UNC Asheville team that won four games last year. It's not great. Which they're going to yeah. be a better team. They're going to win more than four games. They've got some good players on this team. Yeah. But still, you'd, you'd like to see a, a, a larger margin of victory um, in those kind of games and be able to close it out a little bit better. And I think it's going to take more scoring from Bowden Turner. Now it helps that you know, um, when I said that, I was thinking Pons is going to score like five points a game, and he goes and scores fifteen points. Yeah. So if well, he's doing I mean, that, he was I, our leading scorer yeah. at one point. When when did we ever think that would happen? If he does that, I might be able to roll back that Bowden and and Turner talk uh, in terms of how many points they need a game. Um, you Oops. did have four of your five starters in double digit points. Uh, we talked about this last year. That's huge. That's going to help you win ball games. Now we're going to need a little bit, probably more from the. Um, from the bench, but you also mix in Gaines had nine and, and Johnson had eight. That's, that's going to help you out a lot. If those guys come off the bench and able to score. Now I realize you're only playing UNC Asheville. Yep. I realize that. Um, you're going to learn a lot more later on, but you know, when you just look at the kind of production you need out of guys, that's a positive to look at. Like that, that's something you can say, okay, maybe we can score a little bit more. Um, I mean, we'll have to see just when we play better opponents, if we get those kind of games out of pawns, um, you may be able to hide a little bit of the big missing big man. Because when you consider four block, three blocks, um, seven rebounds, you may be able to hide a little bit of the big man issues. Because even Fulkerson had nine rebounds. Yeah. Um. So uh, it was like Tennessee's highest rebound margin in the um, Rick Barnes era. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Especially because for a while I felt like we were getting out rebounds. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Pons, Pons held his own in the paint. I mean, he, he's going to be very under like. People aren't going to think he's going to be able to block shots, but the way he can jump, yeah, it and that that affects that affects people. You're like, oh, this guy's smaller, but hey, he can jump. If he blocks one shot, you know they're going to be hesitant to to yeah. throw up another shot on him. Um, but yeah, I thought he played well. I thought Gaines played well. Um, he looks capable of scoring. 
Um, that's that's one thing we're kind of missing when Turner's not on the court. It's just like, all right, who's who's going to score? Yeah. Um, I, I think we need more from Josiah James. A lot of people are like, oh, he was terrible. Yeah, he he does need probably more points, but he's a facilitator. He's not a scorer. No. Um, and if you paid attention, like to his recruitment, and everything, you kind of knew he wasn't a, a big time scorer. But he's going to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. And then that's what your team. So I think he could possibly be that one when he gets more comfortable within the offense. I think he becomes probably your point guard. Yeah, and he's going to have to accept that he's going to have to shoot more often. Um, yep. That's one thing he's going to have to change. You talk about he's looking to be that facilitator a lot. Great in theory, but you also need points from you too, yep. especially when you're a starter. Two points just isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna And then I just dropped out of it. He only shot the ball like five times. Yeah, not a four, lot. Four times when it just went away. He shot the ball five times. He was one of five from, from field goal. You gotta you gotta shoot the ball more when you're on the when you're on the court as a starter. Yeah. Um you're out there to shoot. Gotta shoot. Now shoot or shoot. I'm not looking for him to shoot as much as Lamonte or as much as Bowden, but you gotta shoot more. Yep. So I was, um, I was impressed with Fulkerson. Like I'm watching him like during the game, I was just like He's probably having an okay game, but he almost had a double double. He's moving better than he than he has. And oh yeah, getting, he, I think he's kind of realizing like this is who I am. You know, they need me, and yep. you know I'm starting. <laughs> Whether you know Uroch isn't coming in to play no. the five, focusing you're playing the five. Yeah. So. Yep. Zach Kent did not look great. No, he looked terrible. <laughs> we need we need Uro. And I wanted to say this: we've got to start recruiting a big man hard right now yep i'm worried if this season goes south and you don't have anybody bring in might lose some might lose somebody Ooh, that'd be tough that's not what we want to hear because i mean you can't expect a to come in come in and just dominate as a even if him being seven feet yeah i mean he's gonna give you something that we don't have right now right but he's not gonna be just as dominant but yeah he's man. not a he's and, not a carry black shooter he's not a you know, guys like that. Yeah, you gotta have. You need to have somebody. You need to have somebody ready. I mean, start working on somebody. Yep. I don't know how to do it. I don't have the answer for that. I mean, right good now. lord, he might never get approved by NCAA. <laughs> right. He may. So, yeah, he may yeah, not. You, you got to get um, a big man in here. But it, it was the first game, so I don't really want to like harp on it too much. No, I mean, there's some stuff that needs to get fixed, but it's also stuff you kind of expected expected to see. So yeah, I mean, we're pretty young. I mean, we have. You know, Bowden and Lamonte are our seniors, but they haven't, like I said earlier, they haven't been the guys since no, they've they been, been here. The and, and I think, you know, looking at those four guys we lost with Bone, Alexander, Grant, and Admiral, like, watching the game last night, I was like, man, those guys were something. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, it, like it really goes to show you how good they actually were. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm still excited for basketball season. Yeah. I don't know how great we're going to be, but it's... I'll be there. Yeah, I mean, it's... It sucks we had... I mean, that season last year was awesome, but it sucks because we kind of got get our hopes up with Tennessee basketball, and now we're, you know... Yep. Here we are. Yep. It'll be a tough one. I, I'm confident, though, that we've got some guys that can... It, it won't be It won't be terrible. I'm confident... I'm confident we can be in the tournament. Yeah, I and think we'll be playing our best basketball at the end of the season. Yeah, we're a tournament team, I think. Yep. Maybe a bubble tournament team, but we're a tournament team. Yep. Before we move on in the show, I'm going to tell you guys about my friends at 865 Axe Throwing. 
It's a one of a kind experience. It's perfect for date nights, birthdays, anniversaries, friends night out, wedding parties, corporate team building events, A65 axe throwing where locals hang out. They're the first axe throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They have a friendly and knowledgeable uh, axe coaches that can teach anyone how to throw confidently and safely. Landon's going to go learn here in a few weeks. Once you stick your first axe, you will be hooked. Located only 15 minutes from downtown, their atmosphere can't be beat. Throw axes, play cornhole, tabletop checkers, mega genia, or hang out by the fire. They're family-friendly farm fun. That is a mouthful. Say that four times fast. Okay. Family-friendly farm fun. No. Um, go check them out, guys. They You can find them on Twitter and Facebook, 865axethrowing. I don't think they have a website yet, but it's coming soon. I'll say that every episode. I need to start checking yep. before you log on. But, um, but you can check them out on Twitter and Facebook. Uh 15 minutes from downtown. It's great. I think we're going to check it out on the bye week. Um, so, or we're sorry, we're going to throw on the bye week is what, what we're going to do. We haven't thrown axes yet. Yeah, so throw it. We're going to, it. Yeah, we're going to get a chance to do that. Um, that's going to be fun. Take up, take a bunch of people out there. Another good thing about it, you can get $5 off at check-in. Only if you use the promo code, more important issues. So make, sure you, make sure you go check out A65AxeThrowing at check-in. Tell them more important issues. You probably should tell them that it, you know, gets me. Yeah. But you get it. <laughs> Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Thanks, X. Uh, thank you to A65X Throwing. Go check them out, guys. College football preview. College football preview. First off, Maction's this week. Oh. Maction started. Don't give me some all. Tuesday night Maction. There's some Wednesday night Maction. There's some Thursday night Maction. Get me all fired up. There now. is some Maction going on. I didn't check those scores, but I don't really care. There's honest. something going on. Um, Friday, Washington State at Oregon State. What about that one, huh? Not Washington State, Washington. Sorry. Also, I watched the Washington State documentary thing, like College Football 247 or 247 with Washington State. They've got like a one with Florida State. It's just one episode. Not Florida State. Florida, Arizona State, and Penn State. Are those good, by the way? They're all right. The Florida one was pretty good. Penn State one was pretty good. Washington State one was weird. It was clearly just a documentary about how weird Mike Leach is. Yeah. And then, but There's- everyone in that program is weird. Like, even the quarterbacks are weird. Really? They're just weird. It's a weird place it's, up there. It is. Like, it is a different world. But it's good, yeah. A Penn, the Penn State one, I enjoyed a lot. Really? I hate that I like James Franklin. I like him, though. Hmm. Penn State at Minnesota. Speaking of Penn State, one one team's going to leave undefeated. I'm going to go with Penn State by a large margin. <laughs> yeah, sorry, PJ yeah. Flick. That was that was fun while it lasted. Is that PJ Flick? Yeah. Row the boat, baby. Row the boat. Row the boat. Baylor at TCU. I feel like this is an interesting matchup because I feel like TCU is way better than they're advertised. Baylor's number 12 and undefeated. You're on Baylor, baby. You're on Baylor. What about TCU beating Texas? What about that the line week? only being two? T- TC, that's what I'm saying. TCU is better than advertised. Like, when you look at their body of work, it's that's not weird. great. But they're a good football team. Let's see who they lost to. SMU... Yeah, Iowa State bad. Ooh, Kansas State, eh? Oklahoma State, eh? Like I said, their resume is not great, but I just don't think they're a bad football team. Now I'm probably with taking Baylor. They as did well. beat Texas. Exactly. I mean, they're a good football team. I'm yeah. I want to see how good Baylor. I want to actually watch a Baylor game. We can. Yeah, we can. This week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I want to see them play because I wonder if this is like the the old Baylor, right? The Art Browse Baylor. I don't think so. I don't think it's the same Baylor. No, 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 but like, 
like throwing yeah, all yeah, over yeah. the place. I don't, I don't think it is. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I, I thought even, I thought you were making a joke that it's no, our mean, is definitely that, it's not the our Baylor. It works, but no, Thanks, I, 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 don't, I realize that. I don't think it's the air raid Baylor that it used to be. I don't gotcha. think. I could be wrong because I guess Jalen Hurd did go there to play wide receiver, not under the Browns. So I don't know. I guess it could be. Go look up, see what their quarterback, how many yards he has. I'll tell you. Because they're undefeated. Uh, he should have a lot. They're 2,100. Yeah, and they're not air raid. I mean, 2,100 through what? Eight, nine games? Eight. Eight games? Ah, it's, maybe. I don't know. No. No. Yeah, I mean, he's That's not getting enough, 400 right? a game. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Sorry. What about Western Kentucky at Arkansas? Are you taking Western Kentucky in that game? Because I think I am. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what the – do you have the spread by chance? Yeah, it's uh, one and a half, Arkansas. Is Ar- and Arkansas at home? Yep. So, pretty much taking Western Kentucky by two then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kansas State at Texas. Oh, I don't know, though, because they get – it's Tyson Elton. I, Western Kentucky beat UAB, though. <sighs> I mean, I know UAB's not good, but, like, they're having a good season. Wasn't I think Western I think UAB is better than Arkansas. I'll say that. Isn't Ty Story? Didn't he go to Arkansas? Who? Ty Story. Ty Story. Wasn't he the quarterback at Arkansas? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was, and now he's the quarterback for Western Kentucky. That'll be like a homecoming for him. Pretty cool. Go against your former former team. Has that happened a lot? I feel like it hasn't. But he did go to Arkansas. I don't know. I don't know. Kansas State at Texas. Do you have that one? What chance? Um, I guess they still do throw the ball a lot. 222 attempts. That's quite a bit. Kansas State in Texas. What time is that at? Shoot. Oh, I got That's it. That's a nine. It's uh, seven, Texas. Yeah. Texas is favored by seven? Yep. Oh, wow. Interesting. Wake Forest and Virginia Tech. Can Wake Forest and Jeff – can the former Vol, Jeff Brom, keep rolling? It's not Wake Forest, bud. Oh. Purdue. Purdue, yeah. That's, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> Jimmy Hobbs. What? I mean, that coach probably could be our coach, too. Who is it, Wake Forest? I don't know. They're having a pretty good season. I thought it was bullcrap at first. Full I did, too. Game. I thought they were like, oh, it's just ACC being. Yeah, they'd, they'd beaten like they'd beaten Purdue earlier in the year, I think. Who'd they, who else they beat? They'd beat like two ACC teams before they played. Somebody. They beat North Carolina. I know that. Dave Clawson. Oh, interesting. Former Vol for real. <laughs> Former Vol, yeah. They beat North Carolina and I guess it was Boston College, and they were playing Louisville, which they did lose to Louisville. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they're going to get like humbled because they were 5-0 and going into that game. Be humble. And, I mean, they did get beat, but they didn't necessarily get destroyed. So They're top 25, better than us. Yeah. Record's far better than ours. Didn't lose Georgia State. Um, Iowa, Wisconsin. It's at Wisconsin, so I'm going Wisconsin in that game. I'm not picking Wisconsin anymore. I'm going <laughs> Iowa. Done with Wisconsin. Uh, if so it was I'll probably I- win. If it was <laughs> Iowa at night, I'm I'm out on it. But, yeah, I feel you. Uh, Clemson at NC State is going to be an absolute slaughter. I mean, that's going to be bad. And then Notre Dame at Duke. Notre Dame's just Notre yeah. Dame. you you know Notre Dame. I like the App State in South Carolina. 
Yeah, I have that one written down. I've, I've got all my SEC games written down right here. Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't. No, know you're good. I mean, I already mentioned Western Kentucky and Arkansas because I didn't consider that an SEC game. I gave <laughs> App State and USC more than more than that game. So you think they're going to start putting Arkansas games like on Tuesdays? Yeah, action. <laughs> yeah. Tuesday night action. Um, so App State and South Carolina. I mean, I think South Carolina takes care of business. I do. I think we played it's five really. and a half. The line's five and a half. Really? Yeah. I feel like we just played. I mean. I, they beat Vandy what twenty four to seven last week, South Carolina, yeah, and they they played with Alabama for a half. Yeah, we I, did too. So. I think we just played really well against South Carolina. Yeah, I think I think people are too, looking too much into that score. Missouri at Georgia, Georgia's got to Georgia's got to lose keep keep our SEC championship hopes alive. <laughs> and then uh, Vandy and Florida, Florida's got to lose at home to Vandy to keep our SEC championship hopes alive. Well, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> Missouri's going to get spanked by Georgia. Oh, yeah. Spanked. Um, I mean, Kyle Trask is going to be uh, in the Heisman race yeah, he after is. he plays Vandy. Yeah. And then the premier game, LSU at Bama. So, we have a question about that. I'll, I'll um, see who that was real quick. It, we have a couple more questions, so after this we can get to all those. Drunk bearded Vol in Georgia said, "Who do you guys think will win, LSU or Alabama?" So that's that's what we're going with. Um, hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know either. It's gonna be a really good game. It's it's at Alabama, isn't it? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Alabama. We're gonna be able to watch it, some of that, most of that game, won't we? Yeah. Good. Four o'clock at three thirty game. Yep. Um, I want to take Alabama too. I think a lot of it relies on how healthy Tua is. If he plays, he's still questionable. I think that's a that's a big deal. If Obviously. Tua plays, they win. If Tua doesn't, LSU wins. I'll I mean, say that's, that. I'll say that. I think that's right. Yeah. I don't see Mac Jones being able to do it. No, sorry, bud. Yeah, I don't see it. Does Tua's younger brother come in? If Mac Jones don't get it done, does he win the game for him? Good Lord. And then, well, I was going to say, and then next year they compete to see who. Tua and the brother. Like Tua's gone. Tua's gone. Yeah. Tua's sorry. going to. Uh, I almost not, said Tua's going to Dolphins. Miami. Not, not anymore. They're not Dolph- nice. Wins. <laughs> they win. imagine being worse than the Dolphins. That would suck. Oh God! You said we got more questions. Yeah, it's like those. Um, like some questions. So at Big Orange Pruitt said, "So you're playing Uno, and it's your turn in a four-player game with only two cards left in your hand and one just played. Should you play a two-card?" Or so a one a one just played. <laughs> Start over. What? So you're playing Uno, and okay. it's your turn in a four player game. Okay. With only two cards left in your hand, a one like a number one card plays. Okay. Should you play the two card or your other card an eight? When everyone at the table has only six, sevens, and fives left in their hand. But I don't know the colors. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I should. I'm, I, I'm. I want the one. I want the two out of my hand. I feel like I can probably get an eight somewhere. If they got six, sevens, and fives, I'm gonna. I'm gonna lay the two card. I down. mean, I'm gonna lay the two down too. But like, if I know everyone else has like red and the the two's red, I'm probably not also like. Why would I know the? Yeah, what they, you have know what they have in their hand. 
Are you counting Uno cards? Is this like the greatest Uno (laughs) game of all time? I thought he was about to give me a hard time about that because it popped up on my... No, it didn't pop up on my memories, but I just saw the video the other day of me and Dylan arguing at Mandy's parents, screaming, but like whispering like, no, you're wrong. Like screaming, whispering at each other over that game of Uno. (laughs) So what was the issue with that? I I was wrong. I remember that, but I I forget what... I thought that... It had something to do with draw four, was what it all, or draw two, one or the other. That it all, I didn't think, I didn't think the draw four either skipped your turn or vice versa, and it it did the other. That was wrong. It does skip your turn. It does skip your turn, yeah. Yeah. So you just draw four and your turn's done. So you thought you had to draw four and put a card down? I guess. Okay. I don't know. Dang, that would suck if you didn't have any of those draw four and you had to keep going. Yeah. You to keep drawing. It sucked. Yeah, I'll probably put the two down. Um, and then say Uno, right? Yeah, say Uno. Yeah, Uno. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was about to get... But yeah, this is the... If you're that, counting cards in Uno, like, I want to meet you because that's pretty incredible. Because now they kind of have the dealer thing where you can just, like, press the button. Yeah, and, spits yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. That's... that's <laughs> you can count cards, man. That's That's pretty great. You're like the Allen. Yeah, no, no. Is that yeah. our is that our only question? Uh, or, no, we no. had we had one more. I'm sorry. One more. Okay. I'm, I apologize. I'm being terrible. <laughs> um, so Nick Henningson said, "My question for the show is: Is Manscaped truly worth the investment? Yes, hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm about it, to tell you about them. Um, I'll hold that for real quick though, second. just so you. To, this is not what I'm about to tell you is not an ad. The ball deodorant alone was worth the buy okay like obviously the whole kit's nice the whole kit was great i, I loved this great great kit but for oh the, so the razor the razor is nice have you used it like the yeah yeah i used you it, it on your balls shave the no i used it to shave the neck oh i was gonna say that's the plow right is that the plow hey, yeah it that, is. that one's the plow just a regular like yeah it's a good razor Mm-hmm. It's nice. I loved it a lot. You should so you, but you wouldn't use that on your balls. No, I would personally not. I guess I could see some people doing it. I that's, that's scary. I mean, I definitely wouldn't. I mean, You're maybe, flirting with danger. Maybe in the, maybe above the man schools. Okay. I wouldn't use it near the man schools. Okay. Or I'm on. gonna quit saying man schools. No, you need to keep saying it. It's a <laughs> thing now. No, the ball deodorant alone. Yeah, that this is not an ad. This is just me as an American consumer. Okay. Yeah. But now we can do the ad. This is hashtag ad. Yeah, so I'll do that. He's got a couple more questions in here, so I'm going to read those real quick. Also, does Harrison Bailey beat out Maurer for starting quarterback next season? Everything we know right now, yes. I would say yes as well. Um, Maurer, I mean, if, I, can't, I like Maurer. Um, but he does make some questionable decisions in the few games we've seen him. Yeah. So, with that being said, I'd probably say, yeah, Harrison Bailey is, is the guy. He's he's the future of Tennessee. I'll say that. I'll go on record and say that. On the record. Yeah. Um, he said, also, does the beer, bar- beer barrel make a comeback for the UK game this weekend? I'd be 100% surprised. Now, yeah. I'm going to have a beer barrel with me. You are. I'm going to try to hand it to a player. I'm glad you went like what I told you. Well, so I, you. I, I did, but I didn't. Oh, okay. Like, I bought that at Walmart, but it says Barrel of Monkeys on the side. Mm-hmm. And then it has two huge monkeys on, like, each end. So, I bought it and I painted it. 
went on Amazon and found a bunch of them for 10 to bucks. Oh. Now they're much smaller than barrel monkeys. Like let's say barrel monkeys like that big. Mm-hmm. They're like that big, but I'm going to paint. Cause that'll be easy to paint. I'm going to paint. I'm not going to write anything on them. That's a lot of work. Yeah, I might. We'll see. Yeah. If I get bored maybe on Friday. Like one. Um, yeah, maybe one. But I, if I could hand them out to the players after the game, that would be awesome. Just be like, here you go, guys. Can I have one? Sure. How many did so you get? I'll hand out 10 or 12. Pack of 10 or 12. 10. 10. <laughs> what is that from? Uh, Varsity, Bru- Varsity Blues. Okay. I don't know that Billy one. Bob. You don't know Billy Bob? I don't know Billy What about Bob. the kid who dressed up as Billy that Bob? That was fantastic. That was awesome. The two best Halloween costumes, if we went back and did that Jumbotron, would be that kid and the guy who dressed up as um, Down by the River. Why can't I think of his name? It's Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. It's, but yeah, the whatever the guy's name. name is. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, so let's tell you about our friends at Manscaped. My man Chad, he had a, he, he gave us a little story this, this morning. I'm going to share it with you. Um, he's talking about something else. I won't get into that, but he, he's a bigger guy. So, you know, <laughs> things get a little moist down there throughout the day. Um around his mansticles. Um, and so he's getting out of the shower and he was um, u- using the cool button on the hairdryer to uh, to cool his balls off because he, he usually pats them down with baby powder. He was, he was late for class or work or yeah. something. And, and you can't you can't throw baby powder on wet balls. It just doesn't work. It, it'll be caked on there. So he was drying them with the, with the blower and, um, you know, he went a little south to his to his bum. You don't do that. That's weird. <laughs> I, I didn't have to tell you that, but I thought it was necessary for the story. Anyway, so I was like, Chad, you need Manscaped. He needs some ball deodorant. You need ball deodorant. Like Caleb said, it, it is is worth, the whole kit is worth it. The price of the whole kit is just worth the ball deodorant. Have you ever laid in like a field and like it felt just perfect on your body? You know, like a, like, like, a, like wind goes up your... Your shorts, you got a little just, bit of just good grass, like okay. not itchy grass, mm-hmm. but you know, like that really soft, like a cloud. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it feels mm-hmm. like a cloud. That is what it's like all day, putting ball deodorant on. Yeah, so I was like, Chad, you need Manscaped. Yeah, and he was like, All right, I'm, I'm gonna go check them out. So he did it. Manscaped, check them out. Manscaped.com. They have, like you said, the plow. They have the lawnmower 2.0. It's skin skin safe technology, so you don't have to worry about snags and nicks on your nuts while you're you're trimming the hedges you know that's it's all you guys go check out manscaped.com you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the promo code chair at manscaped.com yeah Yeah. go check them out so i know what you're waiting it's worth it to answer your question not only is it worth it if it's worth it at full price mix in 20 percent off with code armchair plus free shipping steal your manscaped will appreciate it they will they will that's a new record. We've used manscles like yeah. Nine we'll see times how many sounds like it's We're gonna jump. <laughs> it's like fetch from uh from yeah. Mean Girls. No we're, we're gonna make we're gonna make. Have Mansicles you just like happen. watched Mean Girls a bunch lately? What's up with your Mean Girls obsession? I mean, uh, it's a good movie. Like it's funny. <laughs> if you don't think it's funny, then you're not a great person. It's all right. You don't think it's funny? Oh, I, I mean, I. So I had I was like you don't you don't hear something and be like oh that's from Mean Girls. I think it's funny. It's. Probably a little overrated though too. Like uh, here's the thing, I had to watch it. So we were probably in like what sixth grade when it came out. Yeah, and I had to watch it probably ten times in like a month because my sister wanted to watch it and was like, I mean, I guess like I'm in the playroom or wherever we watched it. I guess I'll watch it. So I had to watch it a lot. Mm. Yeah. So Wednesdays, did you wear pink? Yes, every every Wednesday. Yes. Every Wednesday. 
That is uh, support. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Stupidity is an epidemic. Moving into our... You going Jumbotron? Oh, yeah. We can do Jumbotron first. I wrote him backwards. I'm sorry. Oh, you're Jumbotron. Good. Coaches, we want to see at FSU. I don't know what route you took for this. I'm going... <laughs> Whatever. I'm going the, the real route. Like, real coaches I'd want to see. And okay. I'm going to start off with Coach Klein. Um, <laughs> I think it was 20 years ago today, today on the dot, that he led the Mud Dogs to the victory in the Bourbon Bowl. And he had a player, um, you all might be familiar with him, Bobby Boucher, who was not good to go in the first half. And Coach Klein somehow got him ready to go. And with a great, you know... He had to he had to battle um I think it was Coach Red. Was that his name? Red, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um he he Red mastered a great game plan in the second half, but Klein outmatched him and Mud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl. What about the Green Book? The Mud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl. They did. Yeah. I was with my mom and Coach Klein last night. <laughs> uh, my next one, I think it's I think it's everybody. Lane Kiffin. Okay. I want to see him at that. Come to the FSU. Like, he doesn't really have to change his slogan that much. <laughs> he is, like, tweeted that he wouldn't take it, by the way. Yeah, he's full of crap. Yeah, I mean, I know that. I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just saying. Um, my next one he's is... He's not that far from Paradise. No, no. My next one is Jimmy McGinty. Um, you guys might be familiar with him because he is the world-famous coach of the replacements, um, also led by Shane Falco. Oh. Yep. Yep. Chicks dig stars. It's that true. simple. Um, so since you're going that route, I'll throw somebody in there and that's Patches of Hulahan. <laughs> Patches of Hulahan. <laughs> Rip in peace. <laughs> he ain't dead. Yes, he is. No, it's like Faye. He got hit by a sign. Yeah, did he though? Sign. Did he though? Like ah, a four ton sign. I don't believe it. They're, they're going to make a dodgeball too. Patches of Hulahan rises from the dead. That's the name of it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be just dodgeball too, but. I don't know. Or Dodgeball 2, The Rise of Patches of Hulahan. The yeah. Rise, like a Phoenix match. <laughs> yeah. Patches of Hulahan. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You can dodge a tackler. He left his wheelchair in heaven to lead. <laughs> My next one is um, the, oh, what was that high school team name that he coached in Texas? Eric Taylor. Oh. I love Eric Taylor. He coached a, it wasn't, it was the Panthers. Permian. It wasn't Permian. Yeah. It was, but they were the Panthers. They had the same P. Yeah, I don't remember the name. Then he coached. I think it was East High School for a while. Turned that program around. That's gonna kill me. What was? That? I don't know. But Eric Taylor, I think, would be a great candidate for the FSU job. He didn't take crap from boosters. Love that man. Dylan. Dylan Panthers. That's it. Dylan Panthers. And then he coached at, I guess, Dylan East. I don't know East. Yeah, I don't understand why the P's on there. Kind of weird. I, I, I know, I know it's Panthers, but <laughs> oh, yeah. usually they put right. Like, yeah. Anyway, um, my next one, I think it'd be hilarious if Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher came back. That'd be funny. I mean, it never happened, but it'd be funny. yeah, it'd be funny. Because Texas A&M would be pissed. FSU would be. I don't like, think he would owe any money. I don't think Jeremy or Jeremy Jimbo Fisher would owe any money. I, I feel like that was part of I feel like I remember seeing that when he got his, you know, $100 million contract. If he came back to Florida State? If he just left A&M. Oh. And we don't know any money. Hmm. Yeah. I could be wrong about that. If somebody knows, let us know. I mean, like, he kind of, like, just stopped recruiting there. It'd be funny if he just came back and fixed it all. <laughs> right. He's like, I actually wanted to be the villain and the hero all in one. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, Dabo Sweeney's, like, biggest fear is Jimbo coming back to Florida State. 
That's why, like, I wonder if there's coaches, like, obviously not Nick Saban. That's, but, like, coaches. Yeah, are, what about that? People are, I mean, <laughs> it, the dude was trolling. I don't yeah. think he was at first. I think he was trying to, like, gain legitimate, you know, credibility as an account. And then people realized he was an idiot. What was his first tweet about? Which one? Which coach? Something about, like, inside the program. I don't know. It was probably, like. His first tweet wasn't about Nick Saban. Oh, it wasn't? I don't know. No, I no, no. Sorry, it was about Nick Saban. That was it. Yeah. Then he tweeted about Don Shula. That yeah. was the one. Yeah. Okay. And it was, I feel like he was trying to be like, get people hyped and pumped up. Like the people who would, you know, the bogus accounts that would tweet the Gruden stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, all right, yeah, it's not going to work. I'm just going to be a troll account. Don Shula is the new. Yeah. <laughs> so, of hula hand. Yeah, yeah I mean, pretty much at this point, same thing. So yeah, I feel like he started out real and tried to troll and that's fine. Whatever. I have a feeling that. So Another. you think he was trying to be real, and then he realized people like were giving him like like people were like, credit. oh, they're not that stupid. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally kidding with you. Guys. Yeah, so that's why he was like, yeah, we're doing Don Shula. Don yeah. Shula is going with. No, I I firmly believe that's what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, stupidity, that guy. That's my first stupidity, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Just roll on. Um, my first one is God. Where'd they go? None other than Skip Bayless. Ah, of course, of course. LeBron James sure was lucky he had a bench last night. Or tonight, but it was it was mm-hmm. from last night. Um, he had a triple-double. <laughs> 30, 10, and 11. I don't know why he was lucky he had a bench. I mean, I to guess, sit on him when his legs were tired after the game. I guess, yeah, I guess that's what it was. I just hate Skip Bayless, man. Yeah. I no, mean, just... He's got his wife, his name, Ernestine, which just makes me think of... <laughs> The movie Ernest. I was thinking of the Bernstein Bears. Or Ernest <laughs> Ernest Goes to Jail, Ernest Goes to Camp. You know those movies? No. Think of like <laughs> white redneck version of Steve Urkel. That's Ernest. Ah, Ernie. They call him Ernie? No, they call him Ernest. Mm, wow. <laughs> Ernie. Yeah, I just... I just hate everything about Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is like the worst human being on the planet. Name like the a human being that like you can't stand. Um, Asan Bin <laughs> Skip Bayless is worse. Adolf Hitler. Skip Bayless is worse. <laughs> if I had a gun, one bullet, I had Adolf Hitler, Asan Bin Laden, and Skip Bayless in the room. Definitely shooting two Skip. bullets. I shoot Skip Bayless twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I shoot Toby twice. He is the Toby of like the world. Oh, Skip Bayless, one hundred percent, and not even like, like. Sucking the fun out of everything, Toby. Not just like weird. Like I guess he could be weird, like putting his hand on, hand on Pam's leg, Toby. He might be. He's the Scranton Strangler. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that yeah, as well. Definitely. My stupidity is the SEC tweeting out was that targeting or was that targeting like spreadsheet kind of deal? Not a spreadsheet, but like a to help you with targeting. And it's just it's stupid. We know what we know what the targeting rule is. We just don't agree with how you interpret it because you're stupid. Also, I just hate targeting in general. I think it's a stupid rule. Not a stupid rule. It was designed for probably good purposes, but they wrote it stupidly. That's all I've got. Um, I thought I had the FSU Saban guy and the SEC. You're all stupid. So I have aspiring press. He says, "PSA: Any <laughs> fans that doesn't." For other SEC teams, when their team doesn't play, 
them that week is not a true fan. It's supposed to mean more than just your team. <laughs> Screw that. I, I'll say this. like I'll, I'll typically cheer for SEC teams that like aren't Florida, Bama, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. And even like Kentucky, if like Kentucky was playing like Clemson, I'm not cheer for like someone like Kentucky. Yeah. Um, but other than that. Like you would like to see him win, but cheering. Yeah, I'm not like you're, you're not going to be a fan. Like if you right. – if they lose, you're like, I don't <laughs> yeah. care. But I mean like, like even like – like I said, even teams like that, I'm not going to cheer for... Um, like you want teams to win to make your team look good. Right, but I never want Bama to win. It's the difference. So yeah. cheering's not even the right word for me. I never want Bama to win. No. Ever. Um, like, take that, like, I don't even want... Like, I don't care who they're playing. They be playing the Satan himself. Skip Bayless. <laughs> Skip Bayless. <laughs> they be playing Skip Bayless. But yeah, that's... Yeah, that is dumb. Also, the teams he covers was very interesting. Very interesting. Or she. I don't, I don't know who's behind that screen. Aspiring press. I don't know. Aspiring. Guys, thank you all so much for We have us. one more. Oh, you have one more? NFL talk. You have stupid. Oh, how did I miss it? NFL talk. I'm an idiot. NFL power rankings. Power rankings. Number one. 49ers. I got 49ers as well. Who do you have at number two? Saints. Ah, oh, me too. Three? Ravens. Pats. They just beat the Pats. Oh, they can't head move up head. that ah. they have a They have one extra loss, and they just... They they've lost two games. New Orleans has only or has lost one, two. New Orleans has lost two. Haven't no, they? they lost one. They lost one. Why are they above the Pats? Because the Pats lost this week. <laughs> Who do you have at five? I have Patriots at four. Who do you have at four? The Ravens. Who do you have at five? Seahawks. I have Green Bay. Green Bay Still. lost. Don't care, dude. Forget Green Bay. They lost me. I want to say that. I keep telling people they lost me a lot of money this week. Didn't really bet on them. <laughs> but in theory, like no. it could have lost me money in fantasy because yeah. Aaron Rodgers was scared to death against uh, Joey Bosa. First off, I'm Ingram. I'm going to win fantasy. I don't know. I wonder who's going to win most points scored. I haven't even looked. You, we play this week. Okay, you're going to lose again. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm probably pretty, will. pretty confident in that. So. I probably will. Pretty confident in that. Um. Yeah, Dolphins won. <laughs> That's stupid. Who cares? I mean, the Jets I, are terrible. I didn't think they were going to win a game. The Jets are terrible. Yeah. The Bubba, Jets are awful. Bubba Wallace was at the game. Yeah. We saw him. We sat, sat, sat right, behind him. right below us. Yeah. I didn't think it was really him. I spotted him. I just have a thing, man. <laughs> it's weird. I have, like, photographic memory, but not photographic memory that is worth anything. It's like me. I remember the dumbest things. Yeah. I can tell you about the Wikipedia article I wrote, read about, like, you know, um, the sand that came, the type of sand of Bermuda earlier today, but I couldn't tell you about, like, anything else that mattered. Was that, like, a like a hole that you just... Yeah, it was a hole. <laughs> so, I read about this private island in Florida. Um, oh, I've already forgotten the name of it. Fish. Fish. No, Fishers. I guess it might just be called Fishers Island. It's sim. It's like super private, like the richest of the rich in the world, and they had sand on an island brought in from Bermuda. Hmm. Yeah, I, weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, must, did they return? Was it in the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, yeah, they they returned. Yeah, they brought the oh. sand back. But then they never returned. I don't think the Bermuda Triangle is in Bermuda, like necessarily Bermuda. Just it doesn't just completely cover Bermuda. Because then, how do we know that Bermuda existed? I don't know, man. 
I'm pretty confident. You didn't, you didn't read a Wikipedia article on that? The Bermuda Triangle? Yeah. No. You should have. I'm talking about getting lost. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Kentucky, Saturday. If you're in Lexington, Kentucky Sports Bar. We'll be there. Come hang out. Do or don't try their wings. I don't know. Do whatever you want. Um, but come hang out for a little while. We'll probably be there maybe all day watching games because there are some... There's at least a good football game every in each time slot. So we'll, we'll be there. Um, come hang out. Have a beer. Um, go Vols. Yeah, and check us out on iTunes, Spotify, armchairallamericans.com. Got tons of riders um, covering Tennessee athletics. Um, what else are we on? Periscope? Um, any Anything that has podcasts, there's more important issues. How about that? Um Stop challenging pass interference. That's my number one. I guess we'll go live at the game. Sure, if you want to, or, or before the game, I guess. Yeah, we'll have we'll go live and and meet with some Kentucky fans and obviously paint Kentucky Sports Bar orange. Be great. We're bringing the boat in. And we out. <laughs>